personally, I am for whatever reason, so much more likely to click on someone's name and go to their Instagram page from a comment I see them make rather than just a post of theirs with a picture. I don't know why that is, but something about a comment shows that you're active and you're engaging and it just makes people want to engage with you more. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about having a posting strategy and 10 things that you really need in your posting strategy. And Nolan and Haley, as I said, are joining me today. Nolan is my audio guy and podcast guy. And Haley works for me as my right-hand lady. So we're going to take turns just chatting about these 10 things that you need for a good, solid posting strategy. First of all, welcome you two. Hello there. Hey. So let's go with number one. Number one, the first thing you need for a good, solid posting strategy is to be consistent. So you need to decide on the days and the times that you're going to post. Now, that may take you a while to figure out what you, when you want to post. The biggest thing is to keep in mind, you know, people always say, when should I post? What's a good time to post? What, you know, what, what are good days or whatever? I will say hands down Mondays are a great day to post. But beyond that, you need to post when you know that you can engage instead of posting and running away because the algorithm is watching. It knows all, it sees all. And if you are posting and ghosting, there's a good chance that people aren't going to interact on your post and you won't be there to answer comments. And then the algorithm is not going to push out your post to generate more engagement so that more people can see it. So decide what days and times you're going to post and then stick with those days and times for a while because the algorithm also watches that. If you're a little off and just randomly post, you know, once a week, and then all of a sudden you're three times a week. And then the next thing you know, you're two times the next week and none of the days or times are consistent. That does hurt your engagement and your posts. So get regular with that. And I always suggest getting a scheduler. There are many out there. Uh, one that I recommend that's good for beginners is later.com, but there are others that you can Google and look for. So that is number one for our posting strategy. So how about number two? That's a really good tip. I think just looking in your analytics to see when people are most interacting with your posts is crucial. So number two is show personality in your captions. So we were talking about how somebody who does a good job of this is 
Susie Goodwin from Run Lift Mom, and she was just recently on the podcast. Um, it's episode 38, Generate Instagram Revenue by Driving Traffic to Your Website, if you want to check that episode out. But she just does a great job of showing who she is through her captions. And it's just really important for you to develop your voice as a person, as a business, as a brand. Something that you want to make sure you don't do for engagement is to not have too many long-winded captions. So you want to make sure that you're breaking up your posts into, if you post a long caption, maybe the next time you post, you do a shorter caption. So make sure you mix it up so that your audience doesn't always expect your posts to be super long. So if your posts are too long, your audience might not want to stop and read your post if they're expecting that from you. So you just want to keep make sure that you uh, keep mixing it up. That is so true. There are sometimes you don't have time every time that you go to engage to read a super long post. You don't want to wear your followers out either. So that's a good point, Haley. All right. How about number three? Yeah. Number three is to rotate the categories of what you post. So rotating your categories and uh, it's good to have five to seven categories for your posts. So that you're not always talking, obviously, about the same thing every time. If you have a following and you're posting about the same thing every time, you know, you might start to get ignored a little bit by your peeps. That's true. If you're always saying, buy my thing, go check out the link in bio, click, you know, head to the blog. What you want to do is you want to give value, as we say a lot here on the podcast. But some ideas for categories could be behind the scenes. An introduction, introduce yourself every once in a while, a client feature, possibly, or maybe some some tips, some educational tips about your field and your expertise. So those are just a few ideas. Something else would be inspiration or encouragement. So if you can rotate those, then you're not always focusing on the same thing. Like Nolan said, you can deaden your audience and they can just decide to scroll on by, which is not wonderful. That's not what you want, right? (laughs) So moving right along, number four is your images. So I always try to encourage people to just start, start where you are, but it is good to be cohesive when you can. And you can use templates, Canva, the software Canva. There is a free version and that helps a lot of my clients and and members use Canva. I know we use it and you can just go in there and use like three main colors or two. And then try not to mix up your fonts so that they're different every single time. Like select two main fonts, maybe a third, just to get people used to your style and see then that way, if people start getting used to your templates and seeing your posts, then they're going to be like, oh, there's so-and-so she, she represents, you know, whatever your industry is. And that is a way to brand yourself. One of my members does this really well, uh, Jamie Bailey from Expedition Marriage. If you'll go to her site, you'll see that she has her main colors are blue and yellow, and they're always there. They're always prevalent, but she changes up her 
images every time. So that is a nice way to make it cohesive. So that's one way is to use images. Another way I mentioned in a couple episodes ago about your content, when we were going through the four main evergreen things on Instagram that never change, one of those is you need to deliver good content. And one thing that I said was you can, if you have certain colors that go with your brand, you can mix up images uh, as far as, you know, quote images with things like landscape that reflects your colors, like my colors are blue and sea, sea blue and turquoise and so forth and so on. So you can coordinate your feed so that it each each graphic complements the other one. All right. Awesome. How about how about number five? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So number five is engagement and a good suggestion for getting more engagement is, is a great practice to engage twice as much as you post. Basically, if you want people to go to your page and then click on your link in bio and go to your website from there, you need to get more engagement. And a great way to get more engagement is to engage twice as much as you post. And I can just say, as far as me personally, I am for whatever reason, so much more likely to click on someone's name and go to their Instagram page from a comment I see them make rather than just a post of theirs with a picture. I don't know why that is, but something about a comment shows that you're active and you're engaging and it just makes people want to engage with you more, the more you do it. It's kind of a, it's a sort of a counterintuitive idea, but that seems to be how a lot of these things mm-hmm. work is to give so that you can receive essentially. <laughs> really, basically that is it in a nutshell. And that's why you want to deliver value comments instead of just saying great post or really love this or a bunch of heart emojis, deliver some value comments so that other people reading those comments will say, Hey, this person seems like a really, you know, solid individual or has a character trait that I like. I'll go check out their, their Instagram or their posts. That's a good one. Okay. So number six is to use carousels. And over the past year in 2021, carousels have gotten more recognition by the algorithm. The Instagram algorithm has been prioritizing carousels, especially if you use the maximum number of photos in a carousel, which is 10. I think the reason that is, is because a carousel keeps people on the app longer in general, but it keeps people on your profile longer too, or not necessarily on your profile, but it keeps people interacting with your content for longer because they're scrolling through your photos. Something I will say about carousels, when we were talking about not having super long captions, if you do a carousel, that's a good place to not do so long of a caption also, because there's already a lot of content there. There's, Mm. if people see that there's a super long caption and there's a carousel, they might not be so interested in staying. So that's just a little note on carousels. As far as trends go, carousels seem to be there to stay. So definitely try using them and see see how your engagement goes with those. I always stop at when someone posts a carousel and I look at all their pictures. I don't know why. I find it so much more 
interesting, I guess, of a post. (laughs) I do too. Yes. And something that works really well with carousels also is information. If you put, um, if you're educating, for instance, if that's your day for education for one of your categories, that's a great way to repurpose, like maybe a long caption that you had before or something in your newsletter or elsewhere is to say, one of the best things about marriage, then there's an arrow, you know, and so something like that or something that sparks curiosity, whatever your arena is in that you're educating on. And just a few words on each post will have people dragging their finger along to read the rest of the quote. So that's another way to keep engagement on those carousels. Now, number seven is to use reels. Now we've said this and said this and Instagram has said this and said this, but reels are not going anywhere. A good thing to do is to just go through the trending sounds and use, save some of those and use those. Another thing to do is to batch tape some one day. And then, you know, you want to make sure that you put some text on there to go along with your whatever it is your point is for your reels, but try to make those stay in within your industry, whatever that is that you're teaching. I try to keep mine within the Instagram newsletter marketing arena, Christian entrepreneur arena. And so you want to stay niched with your reels, but you should be using those. And they don't have to be long. Even a four second reel can generate a lot of eyeballs and a lot of new eyes on your materials. So they don't have to be long. Make them, you know, anywhere from four to 15 seconds. The shorter, the better, really. So try to intersperse those with your other posts when you can. Yeah. And um, number eight, I think, goes with that one very well, because number eight is to use all forms of video. So stories, short form videos like short reels and then longer things like Instagram live or Instagram video. So you used to have an IGTV option and that's not a thing anymore. It's rebranded to Instagram video, which has its own tab on your profile. That's really good to utilize. You can make them a little bit longer. What we're seeing is that videos are still continuing to do really well, no matter their length. So just make sure that if you are posting reels, that you're also going live, you're recording Instagram video, and even just posting videos to your feed regularly, pre-recorded videos can do well too. Okay. So number nine is to have a call to action. Every time you post, you can't forget your call to action. So inviting interactions by asking a question, ask people to drop an emoji. Uh, Any kind of question is essentially you asking your audience for engagement. So that's a very simple way to get it right there is to just ask them to engage. I know that you mom have a lot of creative ways of doing this, whether it's emojis or asking people, you know, some sort of interactive response. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell people to try all different kinds of things, really. I usually ask the question just because my people, I've trained them so much to answer questions, but they're usually one word answers or just a couple of words or 
true or false or something like that. I don't ask anything hard because people don't want to take the time to think really hard. (laughs) That's not why they're there. Everyone else is trying to engage too. So some simple ways is to say double tap if you agree or like and save this post or share this post with a friend or tag a friend that might need to hear this today. So those are some really simple ways that you can get them to take action on your posts. But the point is you want them to take action every time so that when you do the big ask, like head to my stories and click on my link or go click my link in bio to learn more about this service or this product, they'll be used to acting on your posts. So we've come through numbers one through nine. And so number 10, I believe is my turn again. And that is hashtags. So there have been a lot of rumors and hubbub about hashtags in 2021. And so you have space for all 30. You have space for 30 hashtags. Space meaning Instagram allows 30 hashtags. But then Instagram made an announcement that they only advise that you use you use between three and five hashtags, and then they need to be related to your content and your image. What I'm going to say is I experiment with this and, you know, sometimes I'll put 20 hashtags out there. Because in my opinion, that's 20 different ways to get my content seen. And a lot of times those posts do better as far as reach and impressions than the ones that have three to five hashtags. So what I'm advising you to do is to just experiment with the hashtags. Don't feel locked in. You've got to make sure that some of your hashtags, at least a couple of them, have to do with your image and reflect that image, but also a few of them need to reflect your content. And then you may have a branded hashtag, like my branded hashtag is RuthieGray.mom. And then another one is Authentic Online Marketing, Insider Squad. (laughs) So you're not going to be in hashtag jail if you do more than five hashtags. So experiment with it and play around with it. Okay, so really quickly, all 10 of these, number one, be consistent and decide what days and times you're going to post. Number two, show personality in captions. Use your own voice in those captions, in other words. And don't try to sound like other people. Sound like yourself. Tap into your own voice. Number three, rotate categories. Number four, Pay attention to your images and try to be branded with your colors. Number five, engage twice as much as you post. This is a proven fact that you really do need to. It's just like promotion. When you make a podcast or you write a blog post or anything else, you have to promote it more than you just post it. (laughs) So it's the same with engagement. Then number six, Use carousels. Those are great for engagement. Number seven, use reels. Instagram is still pushing them out. Number eight, also use all forms of video, stories, short and long form. And don't forget stories 
is the way into those personal connections in the DM. And then number nine, use a call to action every time. And number 10, use hashtags. Those are the 10 solid gold tips for a posting strategy. Thank you, Haley and Nolan, for being with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. We hope you enjoyed this family conversation and that you'll be ready to implement these 10 tips in your own posting strategy. If you're enjoying the show, would you do us a huge favor and leave a review for us on the podcast app of your choice? When you do that, it helps us know we're on track and delivering value, and it helps others know that the podcast will help them too. Thanks again. We hope you'll join us next week.